Well, here we go. Talking about the crime boss. Well, crime boss, crime family boss man. He joins us today. Yeah, he comes out of nowhere on a Saturday even. And uh, we talk about organized crime. We talk about the pervasive nature of organized crime, the methods and tools that they use. It's a little bit long-winded as always. I talk about this podcast and how I couldn't do more than four minutes talking. And now this is over an hour long, I think. And so, yeah, I've, I, I have arrived. I, I talk about the, like, the history of it, the fact that I didn't think it was possible to get to this level. And then here I am at this level. But I'm homeless. I'm homeless. Keep that in mind. It's my story of being homeless. I have some like anecdotal experience that I add in the mix too and how people perceive you when you're homeless. And it's been pretty wild. It's been very wild. Last night was entertaining for me as far as the stupidity of this organized crime ring. But hey, listen to it. Come to your own conclusions. Thanks so much for listening. It's the coolest. Hey, everyone. It's the Bling Vera podcast. I'm your host, Bling Vera. It is Saturday, November 5th, 20 and 22. And it's early morning. It's early morning. It's kind of it's kind of cold out, but it's not freaking freezing like it has been the past couple mornings. Was it Wednesday morning? Wednesday morning was probably the worst part of all of this. The entire week of being homeless here. Week, num- week numero uno of being homeless. Week numero uno of being homeless. I wanted to kind of do a show it's a saturday so i can't take it seriously can't do this all day i wanted to do a show that's kind of goofy and kind of serious but more of like a sarcasm so like i'll be sarcastic in a way to where i'm proving my point through sarcasm if that makes sense camera guy you getting this so where am i right now don't worry about it it's safe though i i feel confident in saying it's safe want to just jump right into things good let's do it so there's a bunch of like there's a company that's following me i don't know what the hell but there is and the whole idea is to make it like to break you down and then to either have you be completely penniless destitute no, no nothing you have nothing and then you die or you start you become a threat you are threatening their organization their way of life their their family Now, I know it sounds totally extreme, and just stay with me here. I'm not being sarcastic just yet. I'm just kind of breaking it down here first. Wanted to go over some stuff that I've observed that if I were to stalk someone, that this these are the effective things that will work. If you need to get close to somebody, then these tips and tricks will help you get close to them if you if yeah, if need be. If you need to follow someone around because they owe you money and you need to intimidate them and hack into their phone and stuff for whatever reason to see who you're communicating with and what you're saying and maybe have um, direct access to all of your contacts and probably photos, microphone, camera, like everything, trying to find something to blackmail you with or exploit you with, (laughs) then... You guys are in for a treat here because I've made some observations that are effective. They're really effective that I've, I, you can't, I can't, uh, like get around it sometimes. Like that's like, they're following me. They're on me. It's tonight. That's it. They're going to be here. And yeah, let's go. Let's talk about it. So first things first, 
what's going on with trying to get close to you? What's all that? It's proximity. I, I didn't know if it was like YouTube or uh, a text message. It's probably a combination of the text message and proximity. And once you erase your phone, factory erase your phone, you're, you're good to go. You're, you're good. You're solid. It, you should be fine. And, but after that, if they get close to you, if they find you, if they see you, if you go, if you frequent the same place, say your place of work, or if you're homeless and you go back to the place where you slept the night before, like that's where they're going to get back into it. That's where they're going to hack the phone or try to hack the phone. And I can tell you, man, last night, the attempts to get close to me was like, okay, it's proximity. It's proximity 100%, no doubt in my mind. It is proximity. The, like, um, there was that episode that I published where there was someone in a silver truck following a Murray woman around. There's a whole news clip right at the, it was a Saturday morning pancake special. That's the one, yeah. The Saturday morning, like, you listen to the whole thing and laugh, laugh or just feel sorry for me. But at the very end, there's an actual news clip that I did the audio from and added it to the end. But it's the exact same situation, scenario that I've experienced the entire time. And that's in Utah. From Draper to West Jordan, they just followed around. Aggressive silver truck. Go listen to my other previous episodes. I say there's a platinum truck, but it's made out of platinum. Like, they're aggressive. They follow you around. The, the reason why they're probably so aggressive is they're probably trying to get into her phone. They're probably trying to... She might have got a new phone, factory reset it, or who knows. But they're probably trying to get into it and they couldn't they get frustrated we're all humans and if you're stalking someone it gets frustrating when you can't get close to them i wouldn't know i've actually never stalked anyone i did have a fake stalking charge though from hanks and peterson it cost me a job it cost me a career pretty much and so here i am homeless on day like seven right night six day seven man i slept a little bit i slept a little bit um feeling okay I'm feeling okay. It wasn't entirely freezing, but yeah, I'm doing all right. So proximity and the lengths that they'll go to to try to get close to you is, at least here in Utah, I don't know where it operates entirely. If it's just a mobile unit that can go from state to state, city to city, and then they just infiltrate and do it that way. And like, like here's our target, stalk them, get into the, do whatever. I don't know. Um... But I just don't really think that there's any way that it's anything but like a cultish family, organized crime, mob, whatever. Yeah, turn it off if you want to. Turn it up. Go for it. They stopped for a while following me. It might have been because they got into my phone at the Dollar Tree. And that was it. I just kind of didn't see them anymore. And because they already had my phone. They already hacked into it. Everything's good. Or who knows? Because like was contacting the police and trying to get help and just saying, hey, there's, there, there are people following me. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's not... I'm contacting them, but I hate the police, but I was, I've tried to contact them and everything else. But last night, it was the same old routine, man. It was the same old, same old, go to the store, try to get some stuff. They've got them lurking in like every single um, aisle that's necessary well beer aisle okay check have someone just standing right there uh toilet paper check have someone right there in the aisle and have her not even freaking move she stayed in the aisle the entire time i was in the store 
She didn't go to a different aisle or nope, just right there, right in front of the to- toilet paper. And it like have some Muppets come in, a couple of Muppets that look like brothers. So that's where I'm convinced it's like a family sort of ethnic crime family boss, crime family boss man. Well, congratulations, Bling. You've unlocked, you've, you've cracked the code. You figured us out. You found us out. Now what are you going to do? Hey, it's, it's, uh, it's crime boss. Crime family boss, man. Here we are on a Saturday. You're working on a... You came to visit me on a Saturday over here? In this safe spot away from your trucks and goons? Well, Bling, you really gave us a run for our money. And I, we do think that you were a threat at this point because you have a podcast and you're voicing your opinion that is against us. Was that an us that I heard? Against us. Oh. So what can I do to, like, really break it open and really expose your organization? Well, Bling, I think... What you've done so far is pretty good. You need to stop saying that people are following you because no one will believe you as you're homeless and penniless. Yeah, I know. That's true. But it seems like repetition. If you keep repeating the same thing over and over, either people will get sick of it or they'll actually be intrigued. And if anything were to ever happen to you, I think your podcast might actually go somewhere. It might take off. I know. Posthumously? Posthumously. 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 After you're dead. Right, right, right. So that's kind of a big liability then, I would say. If I'm talking about it all the time, you guys are trying to get to my phone. or So what is it? Is it pro- it's proximity then? It is, in fact, proximity? Bling, I can't get into specifics as, as to what sort of tools and what our operation works with. I can't tell you. Tools, weapons, whatever. Sometimes we get a little careless, and that's because... Some of the members are a little careless. They're not the brightest. They're a little bit inbred. Did I just hear you say they're a little bit inbred? They're in fact a little bit inbred. Damn. So they get like a little bit, they're not. They'll go into a 7-Eleven wearing a headset and brandishing around a wireless transmitter. Yeah, some of them will. Some of them try to hide it pretty well, but some of them will just, it's kind of weird, man. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't really know what to believe sometimes. But I do know that there's been some, quite an effort to get close to, to me. It's weird, man. It, it's, like, I was thinking about it yesterday. I'll get into the second segment. Are you good to hang out to the second segment? Are you good just to hear me kind of rant and rave a little bit? Of course, Bling. I always get insights from your podcast. Crime family. No, no, no. Crime boss, crime family boss man. Correct. Is here today on a Saturday... Yeah, perfect. I think it's game day, too. University of Utah. (laughs) Go University of Utah police. Keep up the fine detective work. Okay, so let me just say some observations that I've had. uh, Crime boss, crime family boss, man. Sure thing, Bling. I'm intrigued to to hear your, your, your analysis of our stalking capabilities. Stalking tips and tricks. If you're running an organized crime ring, these are some tips and tricks that'll help you stay on top of your target a lot better. If, you, if someone owes you money and they don't have any money and they're homeless, this will, these tips and tricks will make sh- that will ensure they, that you can terrorize your target because no one believes them because they're homeless and their credibility is shot. Fantastic, Bling. Thanks, crime boss, crime family boss man. First things first, let's talk about props. Let's talk about props and let's talk about like 
confidence in your mannerisms, confidence in the way that you present yourself in the character that you're trying to portray. Everyone, don't, don't, we'll turn it off if you want to, but turn it up, okay? Sweden, where are you at? Sweden, get in here. I know Sweden's probably straight and narrow. Sweden probably doesn't have any organizations within their country that just stalk people all day, but and get away with it. No one cares. Probably, like, you have to wonder how many people are paid off here. Government, education, academia, private sector, just every uh, police. Everyone's probably p- paid off so far, up, like, just implanted with, like, oh, man. There's probably been... It's generations here. It's a generational thing. So once someone gets in and it's a, they work their way up into a position, man, if they get into a position of power, then that's it. Like everyone gets promoted. That needs to be promoted. And nepotism. It's like nepotism. My, like my father before me, my dad's business. Like once someone gets in the right position to promote people, that's where you can run into problems because that's when like the takeover probably happens. Peppered in there, you have people that snitches, um, informants, like, hey, Bling just called the police. Hey, Bling just sent an email. I just got an email from Bling. It's, he's trying to talk to the sergeant at the University of Utah. And he's trying to... So, so stop following him. Just make him look... Don't give him any credibility. I just got an email. Don't give him any credibility. That's probably how that works. Okay, Bling, keep going. So once that happens and you have all these workers below, then... What they can do, if they're not totally inbred, is have props. So here's an example. Here's an example. When I would turn on my phone in the middle of the night, like late, late, late at night, I actually posted something to Reddit. You guys can go check that out. I think it's it's SLC right now or something like that. It's a beautiful photo of like the rooftops of Salt Lake City. Like it's really a pretty photo. And I would recommend... Well, I probably have it. I could probably use it as a cover art. Maybe I could do that. I don't know what I was going to use as a cover art. Maybe I'll just do the cover art. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But it must have been like 3.30 or 4 a.m. in the morning. And... Well, a.m. And trubling. Trubling. Okay. All right. But I was just kind of... I actually turned my phone on to take the photos of the, of the night sky, of the city skyline. I, I, it was beautiful. It was freezing ass cold. It was freaking freezing ass cold up there. And I was just trying to ditch these guys and trying to do whatever. But like in the moment, I was like, oh, it's beautiful. I need to take a photo. My phone was off. So I was like, nah, nah, I, I, nah, I don't need to do that. I don't want to turn it back on. But I was like, dude, you have to take a photo of this. Like take a photo of this like view. You have to remember this. You have to do it. Catalog it. Do it. Get it in the, in the history books, this photo, please, like this moment. And so I did. That's what inspired her. Okay, turn the phone on. Let's take some photos. And there's some music playing down below because there's like restaurants and stuff. But it's kind of loud. It's maybe a little bit too loud. I'd actually probably, if I was at that restaurant, I'd be like, could you guys turn it down a little bit? It's kind of loud. But yeah, like don't eat at restaurants anymore. Well, I can't afford to eat in a restaurant. But it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. And like I was just taking the moment in breathing the ice cold air that like stings your lungs because it's so freaking cold it hurts but I noticed something and at first I didn't think much of it but 
a couple minutes, like usually happens when I turn my phone on after they've got into it, after they've infected it, uh, I notice someone walk by with like a blanket, like a cape kind of thing. Well, a blanket over their shoulders, like a white blanket, and they were holding a coffee cup. And they're walking kind of awkwardly, but quickly, but very quickly. But they're walking kind of awkwardly, cup in their hand, blanket. Hey, coincidence, they're just cutting through right then at 3.30 or 4.30 a.m. Possibly, possibly. But I thought it was curious. And I noticed it and I was like, huh, like that looks like a total like either homeless person, someone who just broke out of the psych ward. Like, who knows? Who knows what's going on at this time in the morning? But it's interesting that they just came by at that time. And they had a cup in their hand. They, everything looks so believable that it's like, yeah, that's, I wonder what's going on there. I wonder, what that, I wonder what that person's story is. But then I thought about it. I said, what if? What if they just have, like, a cup in the car, blankets and stuff? Well, I know they have blankets, like black blankets. They can keep going. Right. Like, what if they just have props in the car? A bunch of props to make them look, blend in, to make them look... If someone's walking quickly with a blanket over their shoulders, walking awkwardly, and they've got a coffee cup in their hand, and they're, like, focused and walking forward, no one's going to stop them and say, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, they're walking through. They're cutting through. And they've... The cup in their hand, though, it, like, gives them credibility or something. I don't know. Like, think about it. The listener, the audience at home, think about it. When you look at someone who's walking by with, like, a coffee cup or a cup in their hands or or something, they just got off work... Or they went to this... I don't know. There's like a cup in your hand really... It does something. The prop does something. So am I jumping to conclusions? Was it like... I didn't stop them and say like, Hey, are are those props or are you just cutting through here or what? Did you get it like my phone? I turned my phone back like... Okay, okay, crazy. Like, no. Plus, I was on on, on the rooftops anyways. I wasn't down there. I wasn't down below. I was on the rooftops admiring the freezing ass... Salt Lake City skyline, and it was a breathtaking moment for me. I, I, I just was like, oh, this is beautiful. Like, this is gorgeous. Like, I, I love this. And I've had a lot of bad experiences over the past week. A lot of them, like, really bad ones. Gross ones. I'm still fine. Uh, nothing like, no physical attacks, really. Well, besides being stalked. But other than that, like, it hasn't been, it hasn't been the way that I, and I think everyone imagines it, of being homeless. It's been a learning experience. I'm telling you about some of the stuff I've observed, and I'll probably get it into it in the third segment for sure. But, like, I've learned a lot, and I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about people. I've learned a lot about, like, pretenses, whether they're true or false, people's preconceptions of things and their understanding of things, their um, interpretation of, like, societal and cultural um, taboos even. And like, how much that can affect their behavior in a way that's sort of irrational. And I've also, like, figured out I don't have to explain stuff to people. I don't have to convince people. I think convincing people of my position in life is dumb in order to get something. Like, you're either going to be generous and follow through with what you said that I was kind of expecting, or you're not. And if you're not, then don't, like... Um, like looming something over 
someone's head. I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And a couple times it's, I, I don't know. I don't get it. So I've learned a lot about myself and a lot about like how, like, uh, um, the stamina, like the endurance to, that it takes to, to just keep trying, like in a sleeping bag, freezing cold, like just trying to, the endurance that's needed to get on the bus, take the train over here, get on the bus over here, walk, walk so far, walk way too far, like get an adrenaline rush and just walk way too much than I should. Um... But it's interesting because I've learned about myself. Like, I have a lot more endurance than I thought I had. Like, the walking part, I can walk some pretty long distances, man. With Like, I'll get, I'll get sore, my foot will start to hurt, and I'll regret it. But I can walk pretty far, man. And, and like, trudge along with stuff in my arms and a backpack over my shoulders and stuff. Like, it's kind of incredible. I never thought, I, I just didn't think I possessed that type of strength. But I don't even know if it's strength. It, I think at some point it, it becomes mind over matter. It's like I have to keep going or or I got kicked out of here. So let's just keep walking or the truck pulls up over here. I go, OK, got to keep moving. It, it's creeped out. They're not doing anything. They're not hopping out. They're not physically assaulting me just yet. Better not either. Someone's going to get cut. But like they're just parked there. And anywhere I go sometimes, there's just like a car just parked and it's just like the, the headlights are looking at you. I'm like, I don't know if there's anyone in there. I don't know if they're part of it. I don't, but it's just like, damn it. And during this process, am I getting too long-winded, crime boss, crime family bossman? They can just keep going. All right. In this process, like there's cameras and all that. I, I can't stand cameras anymore. And I'm not trying to hide from the cameras, like a building camera. What do I care? I'm not trying to break in. I'm not trying to steal anything. I'm not. I'm trying to leave it the same way I found it. If I do sleep there, stay there, do anything there. I'm not trying to do anything bad. I'm not even trying to... No trash, no anything. But when I see like a little bubble camera on like a church and or uh, like a public building, um, elementary schools, my, my God. I get it. They're, you probably want to have security there for like, oh, let's go look at the cameras if something were to happen, right? A cougar gets... Mountain lion attacks elementary school <laughs> story at 11 probably want to have that that gory videotape so it can go viral the kids getting just mauled to death by a mountain lion have salt lake city police like track it down and shoot the shit out of it there's a cat get it it's like it's me it's just me dressed up as a cat I'm like, oh no i'm dead now thank god thank god the sweet release of death finally Oh, that's not a that's not a mountain lion. That was just bling dressed up as a mountain lion. Well, shit. It's all right. Thank you. Said he's cool with it. Guys, come up with a story. I'll plant the gun on him. We'll say we he had a gun. And we'll, we'll say he attacked us. Get rid of the videotapes, and then uh, let's go get that mountain lion. You got it, Sarge. You got, you got it, Detective Shane. <laughs> bling, keep going. So you have those bubble things, the video things over at like elementary schools and stuff, which I noticed last night. And I was kind of, I don't know. That's, I don't think, you might want to have it where the kids are dropped off at, and picked up, 
but there's like they're pointing at the playgrounds and I I don't know man I don't know it's so intrusive and, and it might seem safe but it's like at what like when can we just go back to trusting each other we've made it this far in life uh humanity has evolution we made it this far to actually have children still and like the children prior to those children didn't have video cameras on the playgrounds so is that really necessary because like your dad didn't and your dad's dad didn't and your dad before him and his dad's dad's dad and the family that's when the family got started you know was uh, that's when the crime boss that's when yeah you're great your posterity that's uh, your progeny progeny well, I, yeah that's true you could you could have, you could call it that keep going bling so why do we need it now like why are we essentially spying on children at the elementary school to keep them safe is it really that if this was in a affluent neighborhood too so it's not like there's a, a prison next door or there's a homeless shelter next door a liquor store gas like there's nothing really next door besides these just big giant houses the expensive houses so why why what's up with all the video cameras and i never i never like thought twice about this before in my life like yeah they're intrusive yeah whatever but yeah gotta have those video cameras whatever you know la 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 life's normal but it wasn't until this like fracture happened in my life to where i start noticing things because i'm like an analytical perceptive like i don't know intelligent person like i start noticing stuff i notice cameras right off the bat now and not because i'm stealing anything or doing anything it's because it's creeped out and if that that network gets hacked and people have access to that video feed or that those videos like there's creeped out shit that they're doing and it's creeped out that they're following me in the way the manner that they are and you get people in power and like who have control over this data like this is a problem here i think because no one i don't know you get caught you get caught but like if you don't get caught then there's lots of data out there that's just up for grabs and it could be like troubling data troubling video troubling whatever and and no one knows and it just continues on and it it can't last forever it cannot last forever there's holes in, in security issues in in tech right now massive ones but nobody cares because everyone thinks it's safe but it's it's simply not safe it's not safe why do you say it's not safe bling well because if they get close to you in the grocery store they can hack into your phone they can get all of your data or i don't know what they do i don't know what they're using but they try their damnedest to get close to you walking their dog um, wearing disguises and stupid silly outfits to like blend in or to make it look like they're important carrying a briefcase props right i'm talking about props is this the third segment i should probably start the whole episode on wow yeah like props it, carrying a briefcase and, and a suit jacket just a coat like a, a sport coat or, or whatever it's called like it's not even a suit but just put on a coat and carry a briefcase and walk fast and there you go like no one's gonna question you like hey is that a prop and you do we businessman or professor 
No one is going to do that. People just assume by appearance. People judge a book by its cover. He's in a hurry. He's got that briefcase. He's got that suit on, glasses. He must be important, and he's 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 walking fast. I, it just it, they can blend in anywhere so easily with just a few items. No one's going to stop you. Police aren't going to stop you. Um, they're just not. If you have a sleeping bag draped around your shoulders and you're carrying a backpack while you're wearing a backpack, you're carrying a 15-pack of Keystone Light, yeah, the girl's going to the tennis thing by the University of Utah. They're probably just going to pause and wait for me to get out of the way, or you, if that's what your attire is, and then they'll quickly, quickly like run past you because they're like, ah, get away. He's a bum. He's sleeping outside. It's nuts. And I like I try to be so yeah, I'm going on tangents here. I should probably start it I probably should start it all over, but it might be kind of entertaining. It might yeah, well, I don't know. I try to be really aware of my surround well I am, but of the people around me. And if there's women like like I don't know, I, I feel bad because it, cause it's like this isn't me. Like guys it's not me like i'm a normal like i'm normal i promise i'm not a threat i'm not like lurking around in the night or, or or stalking anyone for shit's sakes thanks hanks and peterson i'm not stalking anyone but here's some tips and tricks on how to stalk people no they scurry past they scurry past quick and it's noticeable and i just feel like i'm like damn it i just nothing to talk to them or that like oh hey you want to go want to go on a date sometime oh hey pretty lady can i have your number Howdy do, bling. That's not how you pick up on women. Oh yes, it is. You have to say howdy do. Hey, pre- hey, pretty lady. Can I have your phone number? Huh? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> bling. Damn it. Damn it. Indeed. Indeed. But they scurry past, and it's noticeable. And I think it's kind of like it's kind of cute, actually. It's like oh, oh, they. Th- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like oh, they think I'm bad. Yeah, maybe I am bad. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's those those social constructs, and it's the um, just the perception of things. Like, yeah, I could probably use a shower. Or, yeah, all that, but it's not how you think. It, it's really I, I'm not breaking into stuff. I'm not looking for scrap scrap metal. Like I'm not going cutting copper wires or taking catalytic converters. You know, but that's what. That's what people think, like, you, I don't know. They, they just keep an eye on you. Doors lock, cars honk. Honk if you see me, honk if you don't. And it's no judgment for me. It's no judgment for me that these girls are, like, scurrying past. Like, I really try my best just to not even make eye contact with them, to look away when they're walking by. Or, like, in, in a narrow sidewalk or something, like, oh, like, no, please allow me. Or, no, no, go, go ahead, you first. Like, I just don't even look at them. I don't acknowledge them. I turn away. Because I know what they're thinking. And they're probably thinking, oh, great. He's going to ask me for money. Or he's going to follow me. Or he's going to attack me. Or, or, or something. I'm not going to. I'm not. That's not what's going on here. What's going on here was I was expecting something. And, and well, we're in the third segment. Okay, let's, just do, let's just do a fourth. Not the fourth dimension. Just do a fourth segment. It's kind of weird thinking about this podcast now. 
And the fact that I just did like an hour and 20 minutes on yesterday's episode, and now it's like I'm, what, 30 minutes into it, and I'm still ranting and raving, and still talk, haven't really touched on props at all. But I remember when I was first starting it, the podcast. No, this is not a commercial. Not an anchor endorsement. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Then keep going. When I started it, I was doing some research, like, okay, how long is the average podcast? Like, how long do you have to make it? I think it was like 43 minutes, 45 minutes. I was like, I can't do it that long. I can't talk about anything that long. There's no way I can talk that much, that long, whatever. And that's when I came up with the Wall Street Journal headlines. Just read those. It was a four minute and 22 second long podcast. And I just read the Wall Street Journal headlines and that was it. This is the Bling Vera podcast. You got that right. And I'd have this little like jingle. That jingle was actually music that I wrote myself. So I knew that there wouldn't be any copyright issues or anything like that. Because, like, yeah, that's music that I've already had, um, I guess, patented. I have some patented music. I do. I do. I don't get... I don't know where the royalties go. Uh, well, I used to have... Yeah, anyway, anyway. Not important. But that's what I had, a little jingle. And it was four minutes and 22 seconds long. And I talk about Wall Street Journal headlines, and then that was it. And then I started doing the podcast where it was 15 minutes long. And I would just talk for 15 minutes straight. Sometimes I'd have a script, sometimes I wouldn't, but it was like, okay, this is gonna, you're gonna learn how to talk, this is gonna teach you how to talk, do it for 15 minutes, go. And I wouldn't edit it, I wouldn't do anything. So fancy microphone, fancy recording gear, all pro. Man, those were the days. And I'd have some beer sometimes. I'd have like a, like a green room kind of thing. Like, okay, you ready to do the podcast? And I have one open and I have one unopened. Yeah, man, it was cool. But I didn't drink that much back then. Like, I, yeah, I did. I really didn't. It wasn't until like eBay and everything fell apart in between that it was like, yeah, I turned into this, like, just, I think, yeah, somebody help me. <laughs> somebody um, help me. And it just everything that happened, every, every corner, it was just another lie or twist and turn or miss, um, yeah, just uh, someone misspoke or I misunderstood or I was expecting something and then it turns around. It's like, sorry, it's a good stocking charge. It's like, no, 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 not again. It's weird. It's weird, this, this world now, the post-pandemic dystopian present that we're living in right now. It's different. But, like, my point is, is I never thought ever that I'd have anything to talk about for 45 minutes, let alone, let alone one hour and 20 minutes, let alone like I could go even longer sometimes. Like some episodes get scrapped and it's crazy, dude. Like, yeah, I, uh, it's like, do you want to do this podcast or not? You want to take it seriously or not? Like, do you want to go with it and just try it out? But I'm so glad that I made it. Like, I'm so freaking relieved that I made it. When, when I started, I was like, you just have to be consistent with it, make sure it happens. In October, or from August to October of 2021, I didn't make any episodes. Why? Because I was working a shitty job that I hated. And instead of promoting this podcast and growing it, it was like two months gone, I had to start all over, and then, yeah, just everything else happened. And it was a mess. It was a huge mess. So what's the solution then, Bling? What, 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 what? What's the difference now that you can talk about things and before you couldn't? I don't know. I, I guess I feel like it's the com- it's 
it's probably like being camera shy at first microphone shy camera shy you, you just i don't like the sound of my voice that doesn't sound right this sounds stupid let's redo it let's redo it eventually you have to get comfortable with just the, your voice and then talking and then like communicating with people and trying to like reach your audience in a way that they can relate to but that's hard to do man because if you don't have like a niche and you're just talking about whatever and wandering around like cemeteries and just drinking beer trying to be funny like that's not because you're gonna hit the mark sometimes but other times people are just gonna turn it off like turn turn it off i'm sick of his voice whatever podcast was it thursday morning thursday morning's podcast yeah that one like uh yeah turn it off don't listen to that we're not listening to him anymore it was just the the ability to talk in front of the microphones now and to deliberately say things or to even misspeak sometimes it's not easy and sometimes it's the biggest headache and it looms over my head like oh but lately i've been like reevaluating everything my entire life totally midlife crisis existential crisis all of it and i'm like well well shit like let's just let's talk about being homeless let's talk about the crime family the organized crime unit that's following me around and like terrorizing me still like let's talk about that let's expose that or just do our best to just repeat it so that maybe people take it seriously maybe they don't um let's just try and do it in a way that's like thoughtful well why wouldn't anyone take you seriously though bling well it's, it's part of that social engineering i'm not saying that they're out to get me and that's what happened like it's a it's a methodical process to where if you're cut off from any resources or anything then you're homeless and who's going to take that seriously like who's going to listen to that and like okay like oh this homeless guy over here like nobody is and so that's free reign to just keep following you make sure you keep your mouth shut i don't think they uh anticipated a podcast host i don't think they anticipated that part and that's i there's uh, you can get away with so much stuff over the course of like crime your life of crime you can get away with a lot and you can think that you're the best thief or master thief basically like a, a magician how does he do it how does he get away with it how do you do it this time you practice and kind of trial and error but you just never got caught no one figured out your tricks or magic tr magic tricks and whatever until it until you do get caught until something happens you slip up you get careless and yeah they're they're targeting if it's title max if it's from a title loan they're targeting people that are like financially vulnerable and interfering and doing well i'm not saying that they're responsible for ebay but i wouldn't doubt that there's some sort of connection there where they, they either saw data from ebay or knew that i was on ebay like hack network i was so trusting and naive during that time april in the same year like just six months ago so trusting and naive and just thought tech was safe that's it but they get close to you proximity they can get into your phone man it's probably like a hundred foot radius i would say you could be at any the closer the better right like just like a wi-fi signal or whatever 
the closer, the, the easier they can. But overall, I'd say you're probably at risk within 100 to 75 feet of whatever they're using. So do you want to talk about the props more or did you want to talk about their methods? Right, right, the props. So anyway, anyway, this podcast I think is, yeah, I'll get to the props. I'll get to the props. Don't worry, crime box. Thank you though for keeping me on track. This podcast, I didn't think I could talk for more than 15 minutes. And now here I am, what, going on 40? Working on 40? I have arrived. It's true, like I'm working on 40 and I'm probably going to round the corner and get into 20 more minutes. So yeah, maybe the whole 30 segment, the 30 minute show has evolved into longer. Because it was four minutes, then 15, then 30. Now it's 40 something, 40 plus an hour and a half. Six hours, I'll do six hours, F it. Eh. Ah. Huh. I think it's cool. It shows my evolution, shows my dedication and consistency with this podcast. So there you go. Professionalism. I'm a podcast host. I'm, my name's Bling Vieira. I'm a podcast host, content creator. Props. Let's talk about props. So I saw the guy at the blanket walking by, coffee cup, real quick. Okay. Okay. Maybe, whatever. Maybe we'll just be creative, use our imagination. Possibly they're using props, follow me still. Turn my phone off. Just sit there and admire the skyline a little bit more. Try and get warmed up. Getting ready to leave. It must have been another 45 minutes to an hour. I was just standing up there in childlike wonder. Wow, the skyline, the Salt Lake City skyline so pretty at night in the winter. <sighs> I wonder if Paris looks like this at night in the summertime. <sighs> Bling? Sorry. So... I turned my phone back on to take another photo or do something stupid, I'm not sure. But I turned my phone on. Yeah, it's another photo, I'm pretty sure. And a few minutes later, someone comes by, but they were talking to themselves. Their selves? They selves? They're talking to themselves out loud. Singing, maybe. Yelling about something. Their ex-girlfriend, their girlfriend currently. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But they're talking to them. them They're speaking out loud to nobody around them and they're holding a cup walking quickly right on through to the other side <laughs> they're breaking on through the other side damn it bling yeah damn it indeed like coincidence yeah sure sure first time a guy comes through walking quickly coffee cup blanket over his shoulders broke out of a psych ward second time i turn it on someone comes walking through quickly there's like a gas station cup straw backpack on talking to himself are you going to try someone's like talking out loud out out loud to interrupt that conversation that they're having with themselves or are you just gonna let them walk past because they're walking pretty quickly they're not lurking around they're not looking inside of the store windows freaking loud cars man listen to that bullshit is that a motorcycle or a car damn it just turn it down turn it off Get off the bike. You're under arrest. Put your hands behind your back, you piece of shit. No, they let that slide, though. Yeah. It is a bit too loud. I'd have to agree with you there, bling. Thanks, crime boss, crime family boss man. Shit pisses me off, too. It pisses me off, too. Hey, they, all right, all right. So I noticed that. And it, it's like four in the morning, man. Like, it's early in the morning, and that's happening. Coincidence, let's go with that. Let's go with that. But I noticed it. Props walking quickly talking to yourself making it look like you know where you're going you've got something in your hand 
Um, so like you belong there kind of, it's weird. Like just a little something in your hand, a prop, makes all the difference. A briefcase, a suitcase, like carry it in your hand, put on a sport coat, boom. You're a professor, you're a college professor. Put on some stupid glasses. You don't even have to wear glasses, but you can four eyes. Put on some glasses or do something like that. Yeah, the, the costume, it, it's instant. It's instant. All you have to do, there's no acting, there's no anything really. All you have to do is walk quickly. If it's late at night and you're trying to avoid security, talk out loud to yourself. Because they're not going to approach you. Because you're, you're, you're passing by quickly. You're already in a conversation with yourself. And they're not going to interfere. Because what, like, hey, what are you doing? Are you just coming through here real quick or what? You're just passing through? They're not looking in store windows. They're not trying to steal anything. They're, it looks like they work there. They got off late or they're complaining about their boss, girlfriend. Something happened. They went to the gas station, got a drink. But yet, is that, are they part of it? I don't know. I don't know. But is it something I observed? Absolutely. You blend right in with a prop in your hand or um, a, kind of a quick costume. I got one more. I got one more with the prop thing. Let's hear it. Yesterday vans and shit like vans with the stuff on top the black tarps all that like they're positioned strategically in different park various parking lots that you trigger the thing yeah you know, whatever the, the 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 perimeter the electronic perimeter that they've created with with multiple cars don't ask me how because i don't know i don't know i don't know but the bigger the like the cargo thing on top of the car, whether truck, car, van, what have you, the bigger the cargo thing, probably the more powerful the ability to hack into your phone. The more easily, the, 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 far, the farther the proximity can be, the, the, the higher the radius. I don't know what those ranges are for those vans and stuff with the, the black tarps on top. Like, I don't even know what's underneath those black tarps. I don't know what, but they're, they're placed strategically. I've, it, there's no doubt in my mind, and no one can convince me otherwise. But with, with people, you have to be kind of like in line at the checkout counter at the store. That's how it's going to work. It, that kind of proximity, probably 75 feet. On, you're probably in danger of 75 feet. So anywhere in the store, possibly. Ultimately, it's got to be basically like right up on you close to you at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> just creeping up a little bit, inching closer at the 7-Eleven. That's how it's going to work, most likely. With the vans and the trucks and other stuff, the tarps, the black tarps and the cargo things on top, the bike racks and everything else, I don't know the, the frequencies and the, actually the, the health hazards that those present to the general public. There, there's got to be something where those aren't safe and they shouldn't be operating in the general public they just shouldn't be they shouldn't be allowed to park there um they shouldn't be allowed to just be left alone there someone should figure out what's inside of those things first before they can park there but nobody cares and everyone just assumes that because it looks kind of neat and tidy it's a newer vehicle everyone just, hey they're going camping they're doing what it's cargo they're moving in from out of state or something and, and that could be the case absolutely but, like, there's no way I can point at them to each detective. Like, that's one. There's one. Go look at that. Go look at that. Break that one down. Let's look at this one. You can't do that. So, 
it'll never get found out until it's like just starts people start noticing and start asking questions like what's in those things we have an f-35 crash here in utah the most sophisticated and stealth and like at least 80 billion 75 billion dollar or million dollars rather pretty big difference but at least at least 75 million dollars per plane we didn't give them to turkey and then one just crashes i don't dude i don't know about that like i don't know and like we're not paying attention to stuff we're too trusting cameras at elementary schools and um like who has access to this stuff and what's in those vans like can they hack into these networks just that easily and then just get all the data and they have your secrets your finances like your text messages your 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 problems um they find out who's probably the most financially vulnerable with these things and especially if you've gone to like you've got a title loan for for your car like you're yeah you're vulnerable you're either in hot water you're trying to do something trying to swing for the fences you got a grand slam lined up freaking ebay anything else about props bling yes yes actually thank you keep going props dogs dogs strollers kids i don't know if it's fair to categorize kids as props but they they they'll they use kids as like shields it's like look i'm a family <laughs> it's a family we're a family we're an organized crime ring i mean <laughs> we're family and we're just trying to make it in life just like everybody else happily married couple with our kids part of a crime family like her father my father her father before them props bling right so dogs dogs are like perfect for walking in places that you wouldn't ordinarily walk by um, at a park a dog can get close to you and everyone typically is like oh he's a cool dog he's a cute dog like i'm dude i'm i'm <laughs> i'm ready to freaking kick that dog in the face whenever it comes by me dogs sneak up on like there's a dog that snuck on, up on me at liberty park the other day and I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, I usually do jump to conclusions and get all paranoid, but I wasn't even thinking about it at the time. And I thought about it yesterday, and I realized, I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, that's probably... Because I tried to talk to her. I was like, hey, that's a cool dog. And, like, the dog was right next to me. And then I was like, that's cool. that she just kept walking, like, boo-doo-doo-doo-doo. And I didn't even think about it, but... I, I thought about it before. I don't know why it didn't uh, dawn on me. Maybe it's because of Border Collie. And I was like, oh, it's cool, Border Collie. What's its name? Barky? I always wanted a Border Collie. I just name it Barky. But it's a way that people can get close to you, especially in this situation that I'm in now. It's like he's lonely, probably, and whatever. Um, have someone go, like, approach him and get some information from him. Is he straight? Is whatever. And yeah, we, we can figure, we can start social engineering shit from there but people ask like intrusive questions sometimes they'll, they'll ask that they'll say you're handsome or whatever it's like what are you doing homeless why do you look like a junkie why are you junkie like they'll ask questions that are intrusive and i'm usually like an open book well yeah well it's kind of a long story you know ebay start going off on ebay again Ling, don't start talking about ebay right right but dogs there's no other way that 
people can go down like alleyways and like uh, closed businesses, behind businesses, in nooks and crannies and crevasses, crevasses. Like they can't do it without a dog. If they have a dog on a leash or just loose, like they can say what I what I mentioned the other day. What was it? That shitty episode Thursday morning. It's like no, no, don't go that way. <laughs> No, don't be a bad dog and go that way. Don't try and get close to that man in a, in a sleeping bag. Like that's what they're trying to do. It's proximity. I mean, get close to you. Get within a hundred feet. Get really close to you. And 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 if you, it goes a cool dog. And what's his name? Like, people are dumb. Dogs can carry germs and they spread shit around. Like, I'm not petting your dog. Don't let your dog lick me. Get your dog away. Is it nice? I don't care. Like, I don't care. It's dog friendly. It's a bite. Dude, I don't care about your dog. Get it away from me, please. If I get to know you and I get to know your dog, hey, fantastic. I'm I'm an animal lover myself. But I don't want freaking dogs coming up, licking me, sniffing me, doing whatever with, like, little transmitters on their collar i've seen them but i just assumed there's a little box there i'm serious this is before it wasn't that dog at liberty park but yeah man till the cows come home on this segment well, yeah okay why not why not like props and stuff it works and if dogs are it kids are it like i mentioned at walmart dad comes over all just jovial and uh boisterous a kid on his shoulders the checkout line that i'm in dad leaves kids like wandering around getting close to me like dude what like i'm just get away from me like i don't want any kids next to me at all get away go away freaking kids like stray dogs pretty much i don't want your kid no get away get that. not a cute kid not anything go away get your and the dad left he's like looking at stuff down the aisle and the kids just kind of want to like, get inching closer toward me and this is like a young kid too, and just like, stop. And it's like, I make it obvious that I'm stepping away from the people in the checkout line. Like I'm step like a good, I'll take a good meter and I'll just whoop, just move good three feet away so that they know that I know that I know what they're up to. It's bullshit, man. Like they're, they're, they're using kids to do this. Unless I'm totally wrong, then yeah, it's just an irresponsible father who just came over all boisterous and rambunctious and didn't actually buy anything, wasn't actually in line, just had their kid wandering toward me. After, yeah, the, the, the shit following me around. So what's next then when it comes to stalking tips and tricks? You got the dogs get to follow you, get closer to you than any other instrument could, could, could do that. Dogs are, are probably like the best way Got the cups in hand, kids. Um, yeah, other props, long coats, suitcases, whatever, briefcases. The second thing is that I've noticed that's really effective is the strategy of, of driving. They have, they, it's usually in pairs of, or in groups of three. Sometimes it's in pairs of two. But what they'll do is they'll have three cars like kind of circling around. There, there's multiple cars, there's lots of cars. They have an unlimited amount of cars because they've stolen them all from people that were in financial hot water and they managed to just financially or socially engineer a way to, to sabotage them, take their nice car, leave them in the, in, in the 
just with the with the bill, with the debt. Um, affluent neighborhoods, they've got all those vans parked around everywhere. I'm pretty sure they're getting into people's phones as they're walking by, walking their dogs, family, kids, whatever, getting to know their secrets, getting to know their financial standing and their vulnerabilities, their financial vulnerabilities with good standing or not. Like, they'll attack probably the ones that have the highest liability of, like, default and everything else. And they'll take their cars or... Uh, um, What's it foreclose on their home when it gets, yeah, um, whatever the word is, well, just different defaults, right? They default on their loans, and those vulnerabilities are there, and problems at work, arguments. They, they probably have all the secrets. They probably find out who they can blackmail, who they can extort, um, who could, who they can take advantage of, who is like the most promiscuous or uh, perverted, like they. Those vans, I'm telling you, the, in, within proximity, if you're walking by, you're walking your dog, and it starts to sniff around this van, like, I don't know how long it takes, but they, if your Bluetooth is on, your Wi-Fi is on, which everyone's Bluetooth and Wi-Fi is on, I'm pretty sure, like, your, your phone is on, they can probably get into it. What they can get that first couple time, like I don't know, man. I don't know what they're doing, but those vans are suspect, and it just looks like oh, they must be into outdoors, and some of them probably are. Some of them probably are, but some of them probably aren't. And it dawned on me last night, like, yeah, they're in affluent neighborhoods because why would they spend their time in like shitty parts of town when they can sabotage these people that like have money or take advantage of them that have money like that's where the money is so let's go there and eventually once it becomes like their neighborhood then <laughs> that's it that's their neighborhood they own that whole thing and it's probably like your house is mine my house is yours it's like all a bunch of safe houses someone gets suspicious you can come on right over here stash it over here burn burn your thousand dollar bills over here very intriguing bling that's like a community like what's mine is yours yeah man <laughs> yeah it is and we can park our cars we can park our vans with the shit on top over here at your place and then you can park your shit over here and hack into this and tap into these cameras and those phones and listen to those microphones and figure like tech is not safe it's not whatever they're doing they can do they they can get into your phone quickly if your bluetooth is on if your wi-fi is on it's they'll they'll get into it it might take a couple tries they might have to like team up on you or something or like a phishing email like they'll they'll keep trying eventually you're gonna fall for it eventually you're gonna put in your credentials eventually you're gonna expose your passwords and that's it that's it like, they have access to probably all of your stuff, camera, turn your microphone on, all of it. And what they do with that, like, just, they're waiting probably for the right time to exploit you, extort you, like, blackmail you, take your shit. And, and yeah, take your shit, put you on the street, man. And then no one will take you seriously after that. Especially if, if they find anything that's, like, questionable legally, then, yeah. Or plant something, that's the thing that I think could happen, is they, they plant something. And then you're, you're caught, 
and you, oh, I don't know, I don't know where they came from, I don't know, I, I never did that. And it's like, okay, tell it to the judge. There's no ex, there's nothing you can do, there's no defense. Like, I don't know, I don't know where it came from, it's not mine, it's not mine. Like, okay, yeah, it's not yours, yeah, okay. Like, cops are so stupid anyway, so like, yeah, it, it's, it's a problem, man, and it's a huge liability. And if you have money and you have a house and you have a car and a family and everything, like, straight and narrow, they, they probably might not waste their time if it's just everything's all intact, the happiest family in the world, and happily ever after. Interesting thing. But if it's not, and there's trouble, there's blood in the water, they will, they'll attack. They'll attack, they'll get their kids close, they'll do whatever, and like hack into your family's network probably and man like yeah your kids go over to play with them and know your wi-fi password that's it like really it, it's 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 disgusting and the kids i don't know just like church it's like yeah religion a cult like you're not gonna you can't because daddy needs his job and then mommy needs her job too and if you tell anybody then, then mommy and daddy and sissy and like, and auntie and auntie and uncle and uncle auntie and grandpa and papa and like everyone gets ruined because it's your fault and so you can't do it it's a huge liability but we need you to do it because it's the right thing to do for us and our family and you have to do it you know you've been chosen to do it like the, the stuff that they probably say to this and just to, to rear them up to where they're, they're expert stalkers who knows who knows Am I right? Probably, I think so. At this point, from what I've observed, yeah. It, it's pretty shitty, man. It's pretty shitty and it's pretty discouraging as like an American citizen just to know that we're so trusting and so naive to that type of behavior and that type of like organized crime, that type of um, ruthless, ruth, those ruthless actions and ruthless just deeds that the majority of Americans don't even think twice and they wouldn't even consider something like that being possible. They, hey, let's let's turn on Bling Vera podcast that nut and let's hear what he's paranoid about. Like that's probably how it sounds. And hey, I would have agreed with you had I not experienced this. But there's got to be a way to expose it. I was thinking last night, but I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know. Weren't you talking about trucks? Crime boss, crime family boss, man, keeping me on track today. Thank you so much. Not a problem, Bling. I just am curious to know what you've observed here. I'm trying to take notes. To see what we can improve to make it less noticeable. Well, there's not a whole lot you can improve. I'd say ultimately, nobody cares and no one's paying attention. Uh, especially after the pandemic, nobody's paying attention. Um, if someone says they have a big house and a lot of cars and trucks and vans and they love camping and going up, like, okay, whatever. What do they do? Uh, their finance and the uh, default loans and stuff like that. And they're in charge of the finance, the CFO of the organization, the, the finance company, that lenders and practices. I work for my dad. It's a family business. He's, uh, he's we're into finance and it's a, the, our own company. And well, I just work for him. And so it's like a finance, like loans and, and uh, different things. Uh, sometimes it's car repossessions, people that default on their loans. 
then we have to take that data and then we'll do the finance part. That's what my dad's business. Nobody cares. They just think you're into finance. Like nobody cares. No one's gonna pry into it too much. No one's following you to work. Everyone was working from home anyway for two years there. Now everyone works from home probably if they're they quote unquote important and don't have to do like skilled labor, labor, any of that. So there's that excuse. No one knows what anyone does. And even then you could probably lie. Just say, oh, I've worked for a law firm and blah, blah, blah. I work for this place and then, like, nobody cares. And they're not gonna like pry into your personal life if they're your neighbor or if they're in your community. And so you could say whatever. If you have money, you have the house, that's probably uh, belongs to everybody else too. They can probably come by and stay if they're on the run or get caught, whatever. Like safe houses pretty much. Then, like, what do you care if you lie to other people? What do you care what... If you have the facade and the the social perception is what you're portraying, then, like, yeah, success. Good. Perfect. Like, everyone thinks I'm this. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm a slime vermin that works for freaking organized crime ring. But everyone thinks I'm a prestigious, honest person with a happy family. And we get we have our kids spend the night at your house and get your access to your network. And we do it that way. It's messed up, dude. When in the big scheme of things, it's messed up so bad and it's so like almost unthinkable. Like how could it be possible then? Weren't you talking about trucks, Bling? Right. The trucks. So it's groups of three and then they'll go one direction and then they'll have one car coming the other direction kind of lagging behind there's three cars that are on the lookout looking for you there's a better chance of all of them spotting you if they don't and you jump out right as they pass there's one that's been lagging behind and it's going the opposite direction there he is saw him if if you're not patient or whatever and you don't wait for this like pattern to happen You'll get seen again, the whole thing starts over. Then three more coming the other direction, and then one coming the opposite direction, three more. Is it perfect? No. Um, there's traffic, there's slowdowns, there's whatever. But that's typically, that's what one of the things that I've noticed is it's groups of three going one direction, and then a little bit of a lag, and then one, one coming the opposite direction, a little bit, a little bit of a lag, then three behind that one, then one, just like, yeah, just vice versa, just, just swap them. And that's how it goes. And that's how they do it. And it's effective as shit, man. I'm telling you, like, you can be on the run from them. You could ditch all those three. And you're like, all right, let's go. Like, we got it. Like, this is the home stretch. And then just one, one will see you. And then it starts all over again. You have to like just ditch everybody all over again just because of that one that was just slower behind everybody else going around. It's frustrating and it pisses you off. So like just the one freaking car and it, it's just slower, just lagging behind. But that's the one that usually gets you and that's the one that no one looks at or, or anticipates. It's almost like the three is a diversion. That one is the... Jeez, man. Um, I've already talked about mobbing the 7-Elevens. I show up there. Everyone's just giant. It's so freaking funny, man. I get a kick out of it. 
I get a kick out of it so much. Like, oh man, it's funny. It's funny. Like, walk up to a 7 Eleven and just these cars, everybody's pulling in and just, it's nuts, dude. It's like, okay, it's busy now. Okay, sure it is. And I'll wait, but they take, they'll start washing the windows, getting the gas, taking their time, cleaning the windows. I'm like, holy shit. Like, just, it's, it's wild, dude. Like, there's no cars getting gas at all. I'll start walking up, and boom. It's like, more than half of the gas things are, are taken. Like, sure, yeah, there's a play that just got out. Okay. School, there's a school play that just ended, and the parents coming home. And then when I just sit there and wait for them to get done, they just take their sweet time. And then they'll get out and just start cleaning the windows all slow. Just taking their sweet time, waiting to get close to that proximity. And if you didn't notice this stuff, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even care. Like you, you just, oh, they're cleaning the window, whatever. But if they're trying to get into your phone, specifically, specifically you, then that's that's how it works man (laughs) these are the tips and tricks on how to stalk people and blend in so bling you've noticed all this and you know that they're part of it or or what dude i don't know anything i just know that they're newer style cars later late model cars that will park and just stay parked with their headlights on like looking at me When when i walk away they 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 leave when i'm sitting stationary just sit there for a while and then I get up and start walking. Cars will turn on and, and start going. It's nuts. It's nuts. If I contact the police or say anything to other people, it, it's not as intrusive. It's not as noticeable. You have to be very perceptive. And I was thinking just last night, like, why couldn't I have met someone else like me? He was like, yeah, do you see that? Yeah, I see it. Like a team. To have a, like, you'd have to have a, like, a federal detective team working on it to notice this stuff because if it's just with an average person they're not going to care they're not going to notice at all it's not going you're going to seem nuts like you have to look for these cues you have to look when i stood up started walking that's when everyone else left but it's like they're paying attention too so if you've got like a whole detective team they're not going to be as aggressive they're not going to do shit they're probably going to disappear for a while Detective teams go, you're nuts. You're not seeing anything. There's nothing here. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, all right. Don't take him seriously anymore. Don't take his word for it. Don't listen to him. And Bling's lying. Federal detective team goes away. <laughs> all right, let's start following him around some more. Let's get that back into that phone. There's nothing on my phone. I just erased it again. Like, there's nothing on it. There's nothing. There's no money. There's no any. So I don't know. It's contacts, maybe. They're trying to get contacts my bluetooth or by bluetooth to to exploit or extort or do something i don't know am i connected to someone like that i don't know i I don't know it seems kind of dumb to follow around a homeless person unless unless they're a threat unless that homeless person is a threat they have their own podcast they have a a voice that's louder than most and they are more perceptive than most and paying attention to shit that's happening more than most and not allowing their self to get close to you. It's proximity, man. It is. And the lengths that they'll go 
to time it out, to try and do it right. Like, I, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's, to me, it's totally noticeable and it's totally like desperate. But there's no reason to follow me for financial reasons unless it's just to make sure that I'm like penniless and on the street and not a threat anymore. Or it's to try and like disrupt the threat of the of the podcast, the voice, the repetition, the the truth that I'm telling you what I'm seeing here and experiencing here. They the crime crime boss, crime family boss man. That's me. Like organized crime, if you if you start to threaten it, their way of life they're they're not going to be happy about it, I imagine. And think that yeah, I'm not happy about being homeless either, dipshits. So way to go. At some point, you're going to get caught, no matter how good you are at being a thief or stealing or deception. At some point, you're going to slip up, and it's going to happen. And I have to wonder, is this that point to where, like, that shit? Like the, that, I, I said this months ago. I said, they've never met anyone like me, as stubborn like me, just just aggressive and just like over and over i'll do the same thing over and over and it will get old it will suck it will probably make things worse for me even but like i'm so convinced at trying to like waste your time um gas money just figure eights all night just follow me around all you want and like I'm so hell-bent on trying to make it the most, um, like, uh, unconventional way for you to operate and to threaten your organization, to, to say stuff that's, hey, maybe they're valid theories or maybe they're not. But, like, to just do that over and over and to observe stuff, to, 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 real, to keep learning, to, to look at new things... Like it's proximity and look what they're doing at the grocery store like look at what they're trying to do it's mothers and daughters and brothers and individuals and like it's big man and it's it's definitely more prevalent in the affluent neighborhoods the affluent parts of town that's where they are really just like operating heavily and and like parked and i promise you i have no proof of this but i feel very confident in saying that if you're walking around a neighborhood here in salt lake city that is kind of upper class or even upper middle class like affluent neighborhoods and you see these vans that look like they're camping vans or like survivor man like whatever I can promise you that not all of them are what they seem. And if you look at, if you just look and pay attention, you'll see a truck parked kind of just straight across or there's something else kind of with some a tarp on top close by. And I I know that they're getting into these people's phones because nobody cares and no one's thinking twice about like tech and the vulnerabilities that it's not safe it's not safe all the secrets all the all your problems all the photos like everything they're 
probably being accessed at some point if you live in one of these neighborhoods. I don't know if it's across the United States. Like, I am just, this is what I've observed here in Utah. It's not as prevalent in the West Valley, West Side, as it is on the East Side. On the East Side, it's like a different story, man. They're just running rampant over here. Newer model cars, they can park anywhere. No one's going to question that. So they park behind uh, like a baseball stadium, football field, like it's a big new truck. It has to be here. You can blend in so easily with just a few props. Um, go to a football game where the color of the, of the, football, of the home football team, wear a, a shirt, a jacket, a sweater that's the same color of the football team that's the home team. Just start moving tables around. Start pushing some, some trash cans around, rearranging stuff. Just you're not taking it. You're not doing anything, but you belong there. Everyone thinks you belong. No one's going. Do you work here? Let's see. Let's see your ID. I mean, unless you're like trying to access something. But if it's outside, and you're by some tables and picnic tables and chairs, and just start rearranging the chairs, doing whatever. And there you go. You blend right in. No one thinks twice about it. And you're getting the data off their phones. You're part of this organized crime ring. Especially if you have a target. It, it, it sounds nutty. I probably shouldn't publish it. But I'm going to because I, like, I was thinking about it last night. Hey, crime boss, do you have anything to add here? No, Bling. I, I think I could talk to some of the generals and, and try and figure out what's going on. And, and try and make it less noticeable. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. As always, I always get, uh, always find your insights intriguing and valuable and, and helpful for trying to improve our our operation. Yeah, I'm sure you do. But I, I thought, like, as a podcast host, I can at least just try and get some ideas out there. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. And if it's like just too nutty and paranoid and he's nuts and he's homeless, so don't listen to him. Okay, cool. But I I just don't think that that's the case here. And the the, the, it just it, it it's really sad to me that there's no real way to exploit it or or rather expose it than like there's no real way to do it unless you had like a whole team working and, and in that case it's probably going to disappear for a minute team leaves and it comes back it's it it's not dumb and it, it's it's sophisticated it's repetitive it, it's it, it's relentless at times. It's relentless. And if they want to try and get into your phone, they're, they're going to try their damnedest to get into it. It's nuts, man. But, like, what can I do as an individual? And I'm just thinking, well, yeah, I have to keep voicing my opinion about it. As long as I'm noticing it, this stuff that I'm seeing, like, why not put some theories out there? It's not the sky is falling, really. It's not... Um, I don't know, Wake Up America. Well, it kind of is Wake Up America, but <laughs> like, I don't know how else to do it. Um, I can't write anything. I don't have a laptop anymore. I don't have a com- access to a computer right now. Like, I can't do it. Other, other than this, other than this, this mode of communication. So that's the one that I'm going to take. And if I regret it later on, like, oh, I can't believe I said that out loud. I can't believe I published that. Then good fine and i'll learn from it the same way i learned to do a podcast that was four minutes long reading stuff to however long this podcast is and 
going off of nothing, no script, no anything. I'm just trying to recollect what I have in mind. A special thanks to the crime boss, crime family boss man for keeping me on track. You're welcome, Bling. It's, it's, it's bigger than most people think. And if, just consider this. I'll end it on this. And just consider this, the listener, if you've made it this far, freaking bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah, patience. I'm a freaking ambush predator here. But, like, just consider this as, like, well, it can't be that big, or no one does it, houses and stuff, safe houses. If you have stolen or embezzled, money laundered billions of dollars, billions, what could you buy with billions of dollars? What could you, like, what storefronts could you have with billions of dollars? What houses could you have? What fleet of cars could you have? Could you have even some Cessna airplanes that fly overhead? Like, with a, with your, if you're an organized crime ring that's, like, just deep-seated, a part of, of history here or in the community that you live in, like, if it's that deep, dad's dad, dad's dad, dad's dad, dad's dad, it goes back that far and it hasn't been caught because it's infiltrated every like level government academia like you name it billions of dollars what could you accomplish with that what sort of infrastructure could you create sister companies autonomous driving tech tech devices and stuff that's it's not illegal because no one even knows about them like what could you invest in and what could you do with billions of dollars you think about it think about it thanks so much for listening you guys are the coolest good luck take care yeah well i mean if you have an unlimited source of money or at least kind of and you tap into it and you've got all like an entire family cult that will lie for each other witnesses alibis uh inside like just insiders inside information like yeah you, you're unstoppable man the, the crime the law can get you kids are lying kids are participating so like the life for mommy and daddy it, it, like shit is messed up dude can i prove it not with no not unless someone actually takes me seriously here or unless they kill me so yeah yeah it's a mr loudmouth over here good good but yeah i'll try and expose it the best way i can through this podcast and that's what i decided last night like that's like how do you beat it though how if it's that large if it's that sophisticated how do you beat it bling i was like yeah i've got my podcast i just keep trying to expose it repetitive beat it into people until like until they get caught you're not as good as you like you're very you're very good but it doesn't last forever you'll mess up and I said it months ago, they've never met anyone like me before. And they never will again, probably. <laughs> Thanks so much again for listening.